0: Got a lot of updates. Before I actually do that, we have just started my summer break. So the kids are on summer break for like a month. Uh, My work gives me two weeks off. So next week, this is the first day, so I was able to record today because basically nothing's happened yet. We haven't organized anything yet. But next week, I don't know if I'm going to get an episode out or I might get one out later. I'm going to try. I don't know. It's the holiday and I don't feel obligated to entertain you. That's just the straight-up truth. Now, if I can entertain you, I would love to do that. The reality is, I might not. Anyways, two weeks from now, there will be a regular episode. It will be back on. It'll be all awesome. Uh, (laughs) I've actually just inadvertently implied that the holiday episode I record will not be awesome, but I'm sure it will be fine. So, let's get to some updates. Uh, Just letting you know that maybe... Your free entertainment may not be available next week. It may be, uh, maybe if you pray hard enough to the right God, I will have enough time to do the thing, and then and then record it for you. Now I don't want to start. I want to I want to berate you in a weird way, to the point where you now feel obligated to pray to some unknowing. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, so I think Odin. Odin might be the guy, or Thor. I've always been a big fan of Thor, both the original version and the MCU version. God, Chris Hemsworth's body. I know it's all fake because he's he's jacked on steroids, but goddamn, when that man takes his shirt off, I uh, I respond, and I'm a, I'm a heterosexual male, still kind of respond to that in a positive way, if you know what I'm saying. All right, so we'll actually do the podcast now. That wasn't too much of a, a distraction. Uh, I got a ton of updates, which I'm pretty happy about. Uh, last week, I talked about Barbenheimer. So that was the hashtag that they came out because Barbie and the Oppenheimer movie are coming out the same day. And everyone's like, oh, we'll make a double feature. It's so quirky and ironic because one's super light comedy fun movie. The other one's very heavy and serious. Um, They created the Barbenheimer hashtag. Now, Barbie is coming out in Japan. Uh, Oppenheimer currently is not slated to be released in Japan. The Warner Brothers Japanese account issued an apology for the Barbenheimer hashtag as it being relatively, you know, not insincere, uh, insensitive to, you know, the historical reality of what's happened in Japan. Uh... The internet, being the internet, internet citizens were not super happy about that. Uh, internet people are always classy. Let's put it that way. I spent a lot of time on the internet, I stream video games, I do podcasts. I spent a lot of time on the internet just just for fun. Uh, yeah, I've run across some of the uh, joyous aspects of the internet. Always classy, always fair, always honest. So in retaliation to the lack of apology from the American Barbie account. Now, that's very specific is what they're doing because the Japanese account apologized and they said, that's not good enough. The American Barbie account is still not acknowledging that this is insensitive. It's still not acknowledging how gross this is. So, because what they were doing, if you go and search Barbenheimer, you will find Barbie. Uh, The one I found, the first one, which I did actually think was pretty solid, was Barbie with her hair as a mushroom cloud okay and it's all pink uh the internet was like japanese internet was like we can play this game too uh so they started shop shipping i guess shipping might not be the right word i was about to say photoshopping which is the right word but then i thought maybe they're shipping to use some some younger parlance um 911 images in barbie pink or with barbie overlaid or things like that uh creating their own memes in retaliation I I don't know how I feel about that. I wasn't, I didn't care about Barbenheimer because I sure, whatever people are mm, putting two disparate things together. Whatever. I didn't take it too seriously, but again, I'm not Japanese. Japanese people also, but like, you can't, you gotta be able to talk about it. But again, I guess it is for them. It's serious. So my feelings on it, I'm torn is what I'm saying. I find the, 9-11 memes they've made in poor taste. But at the same time, I find the whole Barbenheimer thing sort of in poor taste as well. I do understand the marketing of it. Like those people jumping on like, hey, this meme's happened. It's promoting both our films. Let's get on that. I get why that happened. I guess I just live in a real world where gross things happen and you kind of just let it go so you can move on, move past it. Not so for Japanese people in this case. Not again. I don't want these people to say that this is Japanese people. They don't represent all of Japan. Most people in Japan probably don't even know this is going on because it is very much an internet thing. I talked previously about a YouTuber who was playing essentially a visual novel, a Steins Gate visual novel. And he spoiled the ending. And they sued him because they're saying that this is giving away the ending of a story Therefore, people are going to be less likely to pay for that story in the future if you spoil the ending. Because people, the whole point of doing one of these things is to get to the ending. Prosecution wants two years in prison, plus like a million yen or something. And they said that he must be punished severely to prevent the decline of the content industry. Uh, the verdict came out yesterday, but it hasn't been announced yet. So I was looking for it this morning. Uh, it being August 8th as I record this. So the verdict was supposed to be brought down August 7th. I don't think he's going to get two years in prison, but I could see a hefty fine. Uh, Prosecutors being prosecutors, they always ask for massive, massive punishments, and they're going to get less than that. I think that's kind of the strategy. But yeah, it is interesting that this, this visual novel has had such an impact because... To me, visual novels are really small things. But again, it's a whole industry in Japan. People people pay a lot of money for these things. So ruining it for other people, you're ruining it for the company. They're going to take you to court and uh, I think they're going to win. So this was a very interesting development. Over the last, ugh, it's probably like five, six months, sushi terrorism has been an ongoing theme. Uh, there was the kid and he drank from the soy sauce bottle directly. So he licked it and stuff and then he put it back. Other people use that. It's disgusting. That went viral. his friend recorded it, put it on the internet. Now these were just kids. Uh, they were doing dumb stuff and recording it and putting on the internet. There was some other kids who were like licking and touching the sushi that was going by on the conveyor belt. Sushiro, the the conveyor belt sushi company, is saying like, we had to change our entire system because of this. Our stocks dropped billions of yen. Uh, This has cost us so much money. We're suing the kid. They wanted, they were suing the family because he's underage. So they actually have to sue the mom for 67 million yen. Now I can guarantee that this person does not have 67 million yen just in liquid assets, available to go to be able to spend on the fact that his son licked a, a soy sauce container they have reached a settlement but released no details which is killing me because i think what's happened is the the company sushiro they wanted to make a lot of noise they wanted to make sure everyone knows that if you do this and we catch you we're going to come after you and they took it all the way to the limit and then they said look we don't actually want to ruin this lady's life for the fact that her son a teenager is just a bit of an idiot which every teenager is i was Might still be sometimes, but I absolutely was a bit of a dick and an asshole and a dummy when I was like 16, 17 years old. The boy admitted responsibility and they have reached a reasonable agreement, is what they've said. So I do want to know what the reasonable agreement is, but because he's underage, I bet no details are going to be released. But I'm betting they got to pay enough money that it hurts the family but doesn't ruin them completely or there's a payment plan or something like that. They're not going to take all 67 million yen. This was just a show to stop other people from doing the same thing, I think. And I think that's actually a fair thing to do because Sushiro's, they got lawyers on retainer. They can do this forever. They can try if you she tried to fight back, they could ruin her life. Now being reasonable normal human beings, they, didn't, they decided not to go that far, but they still want to get the message out there that if this happens again, we will go that far, which I think is a very fair thing to be able to do. Just got to add on, I'm actually quite happy Sushiro didn't fuck them. They could have. And you think of like corporate people. I think this is, again, a Western image of corporate people of just being like absolute bastards and ruining people's lives for fun. In Japan. Yeah, they'll go far, but I think the the level is different. Uh the attitude is different and people are people still. Like I'm sure there are massive corporate assholes. We actually have some some other stories going on that I didn't actually write down. Uh there's a car company and they killed all the trees outside of their uh car dealership because they were basically the trees were obstructing your ability to see the cars. Uh, Of course, all that's illegal. And then they got pulled up on getting in trouble for scamming and lying and stuff. That's pretty standard car dealership stuff. It's a bit shady as far as an industry goes. It has a reputation for a reason. But I would say the average executive maybe is dumb in the way executives are, but is not a complete asshole. From what I've seen on the internet, again, I don't know these people. I don't run in those circles. I know that the president of JAL for the last like 10 years has not taken a salary. He literally like, said, I make, I've make, i made enough money. I can survive for the rest of my life. I will not take a salary. I just want to make this business the best business it can be and you know, support the workers and stuff. And so all the money he would have made went back into the company, like into the employees and stuff. And I thought, man, that that's awesome. That is a completely different form of corporate thinking which i can get on on board with but i guess maybe that's also not i don't know which is more common although sushiro in this case didn't go out of their way to destroy a family just because a kid was being a fucking idiot they did want to get a message out which i think they did successfully i'm going to have to run my transition sound again because i have to get to the next story world heritage sites being vandalized is that like an internet trend. So we had the guy vandalize the Colosseum. And then we had a kid named Justin vandalize a temple in Japan. And now I've read about two more instances at the Colosseum. And the Colosseum ones, you can get five years in prison for that. Well, one of the most famous temples, super famous because I know the name of the temple. That's how famous it is. It's not like I'm like a temple fan. Todaiji Temple was vandalized with a picture of a... Fairly poorly rendered cat, believed to be scratched into a door by a finger. Now, this is wood that is literally thousands of years old. So pushing your finger into it is going to leave a mark. You don't even have to use a nail. Justin, that little shit before, he actually used his nail to scratch his name in Now, I do want to give some credit to the vandal this time. They didn't write their name. Actually, one of the previous episodes, I was like, what you should do if you're going to vandalize something is don't write your name, write someone else's name. And then they'll be like, hey, chunk my beef chest, did you vandalize this? Oh, I'm like, well, no, that says Brad Pitt. So Brad Pitt must have been here vandalizing it, not me. So they drew a cat. So unless a cat did it, no, well, here's the thing. The height of the cat, like where they did it was about 180 centimeters. So I'm going to say, let's say someone who's slightly under six foot lifted their arm up and drew a cat. That's how they got to 180 centimeters. So the best we could say is this is someone who is approximately six feet or so. Cause either they're six feet and they were drawing at eye level or they were less than six feet and they were drawing a little bit above them, or they were like seven feet and drawing beneath them. Ooh. So we could have a, a seven foot Vandal on our hands. Uh, They're not doing the CSI stuff where they're taking footprints and then calculating by the impression of the footprint, how heavy the person is and stuff like that. Uh, But it seems like because of those initial reports, it's now in the mindset of people visiting these places and it's being, it's like a thing. But the fines for this are hardcore. So like, again, the ones in Italy, five years in prison, a couple million dollars or whatever. I actually think it was like a few hundred thousand dollars, but a few hundred thousand dollars. I don't have that. I can't pay that. The ones in the Japan, it's the same. It's like millions of yen and possible jail time. Absolutely not worth doing. Like, again, I want, if I'm going to do a crime, I want there to be a benefit for me. And my legacy is not it. Like I want money. <laughs> if I'm going to commit a crime, it's going to be for money. It's not going to be so that I become famous because that kind of fame isn't what I need. I need money. I should have started dropping in like ways you could donate money to me right after that. I need money and then do the donation. That actually would have made sense. Still not doing it. I'm not going to come out here and beg. Look, okay. So you want to support Ninja News Japan. Tell other people to listen to it. Get other people to download it. Uh, The rate review thing, that actually helps with algorithms and stuff. I would love that. I'm not even going to ask for that. All I want is people who are interested in it to listen. And if you really, really want to make me happy, send me questions and stuff so I have more things to I can engage with so I can follow up on stories or answer questions about being in Japan or, or my opinions and whatnot. Your questions and comments are easily the most motivating factor to doing Ninja News Japan and CMCB. So if you want to support the podcast, don't send me money. Uh, I mean, send me money, but don't send me money. Uh, Buy a CMCB t-shirt, that would be all right, because then you get something out of it too. But send me stuff that I can talk about or react to, or we can have an interaction. That to me is the peak. Uh, you can go to speakpipe.com slash beef chest and leave a voicemail, which I can then drop into the episode and then use as a segment. Uh, so now that I've said that, we're going to move on. This is maybe my pre-holiday begging for interaction, which is a bit sad, isn't it? I'm so lonely. 69% of people in their 30s and 40s never watch VTubers, which to me is a surprisingly low number. I actually would have thought hardly anyone in their 30s and 40s never watches VTubers just because VTubers became a thing fairly recently, so I would assume older people aren't aware of them. It's not like they hate them or something. I considered doing this podcast as a VTuber, but I just didn't have anything set up and by the time I started doing video on Twitch and stuff, there was no point in going through another process to set it up. Although I still think a VTuber a super cute anime girl and me not changing my voice at all would have been funny. And then Every time I say that, people get this like shitty attitude. What's been done before? You want a list of things that have been done before? It's fucking everything, man. The only thing I can claim to be completely original was Montana El Diablo, the audio podcast, Choose Your Own Adventure. And the only thing, the only reason I think that was original is because I may have just been the first person to organize it and put it together. And it was a huge pain in the ass. I have tentatively started working on a second one, which hopefully would be better. But sitting down and just writing for hours and hours and hours is pretty pretty hard to find that time in my life. But that is probably... And then even then, people were like, you know, choose your own adventures have been done before. Uh, adult ones that are supposed to be phony have been done before. It's this is shit. It's like, if you actually went by things that have been done before, there would be no reason to do anything. And let's face it, Montana El Diablo is fucking better than all the other ones anyways. All right. No, no, I'm not going to. I was going to do the sound again and restart the story. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to keep going. you are going to power through. Okay, so people in their 30s and 40s, one to two times a week, 13%. Watch VTubers. Three to four times a week, 4%. Every day, 14%. Uh, It's more men than women. Uh, I think that's just generally on the internet. You tend to find more men doing dumb shit. (laughs) Watching VTubers isn't dumb. It's fine i feed are great that's it i just i i actually thought 69 percent. they're like whoa it's it's that's not a surprise i thought it would have been the 80s or 90s because again just older people not that in tune with what's going on on the internet and the stuff a 14 year old turkish boy was arrested uh, for throwing a smoke bomb at security guards (laughs) and what he said was uh Okay, so let's give you the story. He claims that he had been scolded before with his friend. Oh, but not his friend. So his friends and him were sitting outside this building. They were playing loud music and smoking cigarettes. He's 14 years old, so he's not supposed to be doing that. Uh, And then he came, and then a security guard came out and scolded him specifically, but not his friends, which he claimed was discriminate, discrimination. So he said, don't discriminate against foreigners. I'll blow you up and then threw a smoke bomb. Now, if I can give you a list of things you should not do, smoking is number one. Uh, being Playing loud music in public is not great, but I guess I'd give a pass on that because there's no law against it. Claiming discrimination is possible, but you're not going to improve your case by throwing a smoke bomb at someone right after saying, don't discriminate against me, I'll blow you up. I'll blow you up is a threat of violence, which again is illegal. So he's committed multiple crimes. Now he's 14. Again, he's underage. He's not going to be going to jail or anything, but he was arrested for our favorite crime, forcible obstruction of business. All right. This is, I don't know if this is sad or not. 10 years in a row, the demand for rice has dropped in Japan. It is 100,000 tons down to 6.81 million tons of rice needed or wanted this year. It's the lowest since they started keeping track in 1996. It's weird that they only started keeping track in 1996. (laughs) I don't know why that was one of the bits that stuck out on me in this story. In 1996, they started keeping track of how much rice they eat. I think that would have been like ancient times, how many barrels or bushels or whatever i don't know how rice is measured grains of rice i guess just weight. tons of rice people eat like it's sort of one of those things it's a staple of the country the ministry of agriculture is encouraging farmers to switch to other crops like soybeans or wheat because they are more in demand so i'm wondering this is partially because of the population of decline in japan so it's representative of there being less people overall it is also partially demonstrating a change in dietary wants or needs. So people generally are eating less rice. I would like to see a breakdown. of This, this, this didn't give me enough information. I would be really interested in what the breakdown of that is. Uh, is it because there are just less people and therefore less people eating rice? Or is it because there are more people eating other diets than just a rice-based diet? Like is keto taken off in Japan? I kind of looked at that a little bit but didn't find anything particularly um demonstrable of what's actually happening with the diets in Japan. But it's it's a weird thing to see. Like you 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 think of Japan, you think of Asia, you think of rice. And Japan as a country just eating less rice overall is very interesting. And that's it. i I'm gonna go eat some rice now. I don't know, try to prop up the country. I again just at the end, I want to make sure everyone knows it's summer holiday. I'm gonna try to get an episode out next week if I have time. Might be late, might not happen at all. So I'll see you in two weeks, uh, worst case scenario.